Welcome to Igris Moshe A to Z. I'm Rabbi Dov Linzer, Rosh Yeshivan President of Yeshivat Chovei Torah Rabbinical School. We're looking now at the letter O and Kuvas of Moshe Feinstein on the topic of organ donation. In this episode, we'll look at the question of whether it's a mitzvah to donate organs and what Rav Moshe says about that. In the next, in the next episode, we'll see what Rav Moshe has to say about the problem about deriving benefit from a dead body. And if an organ is taken once the person is declared dead, how can it be used if it's prohibited to derive benefit from a dead body? And in the third and final episode, we'll look at the hugely important and highly complex question about determining the moment of death and whether halacha recognizes uh, brain death as death, which would then allow to take to harvest the heart and to use it for heart transplants. Um, this episode, as I said, we'll be starting with the issue about whether it is a mitzvah to donate organ. We now turn to the tshuva where Moshe deals with the mitzvah of organ donation. Now, the focus of this tshuva is not the, whether there's a mitzvah or not, but on the permissibility of a specific type of organ donation, which is heart transplant. Um, and this tshuva is dated 1968, and it came out right when heart transplants were beginning, and they were still a very risky, uh, a very risky procedure. And this is the, this is addressed. This is in Yordea 2, 174, and it's addressed to Malot Kvod Yididi Harava Gonagadol Mufursa Marino Rav Yitzchak Yaakov Weiss, Hagonav Basin Manchester. Rav Yitzchak Yaakov Weiss, who was the head of the Basin of Manchester from 1949 to 1970. Then he went to Israel, became head of the Eda Haredis, and he was a major posek, author of a multi-volume uh, to vote of uh, Minchas Yitzchak. And although he himself was a major posek, this issue of heart transplants was uh, such a consequential and such a new issue that he wanted to consult with Rav Moshe and hear Rav Moshe's position on this topic. Now, Rav Moshe's position is very strong and very harsh. Um, and Rav Moshe says right at the beginning, he says, This recent uh, heart transplant that doctors have begun to do is literally the murdering of two people, of the donor because they take out the heart before he is halachically dead, and of the recipient because it was so dangerous at that time um, and such a small chance of success. Rav Moshe said effectively they are killing the recipient as well. Now we will return to this in a later episode when we deal with the issue about brain death um, and why Rav Moshe understood that they were actually taking out the heart before um, the person was halachically dead. We are not going to focus on the emphasis on the uh, main part of this tshuva. We're going to look at the end where he discusses this question of the mitzvah of organ donation. Um, and Rav Moshe divides this. This is Anaftala, the uh, section four. And Rav Moshe starts with talking about the case of live organ donation, and then he moves to the case of donating organs from a dead body. Um, um, and in the case of live organ donation, um, you know that happens actually. Uh, quite a bit. Uh, it would be examples, for example, like uh, donating a kidney. Um, there could be cases of uh, marrow, uh, a bone marrow transplant, um, which could be extremely painful. Um, there's just the simple issue about donating blood. Um, so there are definitely circumstances about live organ uh, donation. And the question is, is it a mitzvah? And the issue here, of course, is going to raise more questions than donating organs from a corpse from a dead body, because here you're asking the person, the donor, to make a very significant sacrifice, both in terms of giving up that part of their body, um, even in the case of a kidney where we can get by without, uh, with, that, with just one kidney, uh, you know, what if that kidney has problems? So uh, you're asking a person to give up a part of their body, you're asking them to endure suffering, and you're actually, when there are cases where there's a, a serious operation, like a kidney transplant, it's also a certain degree of a risk of life. 
So is, what is a person's responsibility in these cases um, to donate their organ? Are they obligated? Is it a mitzvah? Should they not donate their organ? So we'll first look at that, and then we will turn to the cases of uh, donating organs from a dead body. Rav Moshe's position about live organ donation said very simply is that this is not obligatory, um, but it is praiseworthy behavior. Um, and we will take a look and see why he says this. Basically, what it boils down to is that there's a mitzvah that obligates us to save lives, um, a positive mitzvah, and there's a negative prohibition to not uh, stand idly by, that uh, not to ignore somebody whose life we can save. And Rav Moshe says, although these are obviously mitzvot of saving a life, there's a limit to how much they can demand of us, like all mitzvot, and they cannot demand from us that we expose ourselves to uh, mortal risk, and they can't demand from us that we actually sacrifice an organ. So that's not something that the mitzvah can demand from from us. Um, and nevertheless, uh, there certainly would be uh, laudatory to make that choice, at least under certain circumstances. So let's take a look and see how he develops this and what he says. Is there an obligation to give up your a limb to save your friend? Now, he describes it as cutting off a limb to save your friend. And the reason is, is because this is, uh, first time this was raised was in the Tshuva of the Radvaz. Um, and the Radvaz described this scenario that some uh, governor of a town basically said, you either let me cut off your limb or I'll kill your friend. Now, it seems that that was never really a case and that was a hypothetical to explore this question about um, whether you're obligated to give up your limb to save some Somebody else's life. On the one hand, uh, life is more important than limb. On the other hand, for me, my limb is more important than your life. How much is my obligation um, to you? And uh, this is a fascinating theoretical question. Hard to imagine that it was practical. But now, a few hundred years later, this is being pl- applied directly to the discussion of organ donation. So if Moshe says that this was an issue that is debated, the Radvaz says you're not obligated. Other post game disagree. And he says, Kivan Shepligi Revusa Bezes, since it's debate, you cannot obligate somebody. And this is the general theme in Rav Moshe in general, but also in this Kuva, which is there have to be limits on what demands we can make from you. And if we're going to make such a heavy demand, um, you need to have pretty good darn, darn, you know, pretty darn good proof that this really is obligated. And the burden of proof is to prove that I must give, you know, make this sacrifice. So Rav Moshe said there's not enough evidence to say that. So we are going to assume like the postkin that this is not a demand that Halacha would make from you. Uh, um, and he references the Radvaz in Pitre Tshuva, Yordea 157.15. And then he adds a few interesting words. I don't happen to have access to the book. Um, now, this is shocking. You know, what does that mean? Rav Moshe doesn't have access to a Tshuva of the Radvaz. But the reality is, is that Rav Moshe really, um, you know, focuses primarily on the Gemara, on some major Rishonim. He really barely looks, certainly in his vote, at the whole history of the Postgame and the Achronim. For him, it was really accessing the Gemara, understanding the Gemara to the best of his ability with the Rishonim, and that would, you know, be the major determinant of how he would poskin, not the issue about precedent and what Poskin have been saying, you know, across the generations. So, uh, number one, he doesn't have that, and number two, even though it is a hugely consequential issue he's about to decide about the mitzvah of organ donation, he feels he can go ahead and poskin it even without looking at this Radvaz inside, even though the Radvaz was the first one to really lay the foundation for this discussion. 
discussion. And the reason he feels he does not have to look at the Radvaz inside is simply because Rav Moshe agrees with the logic and feels that it's compelling. And therefore, he re- and he's really poskening on his own uh, logic and his own reasoning, uh, regardless of the exact way the Radvaz formulates it. So Rav Moshe says, this is based on the Radvaz. I don't have it, but I agree with it. And he goes on to say like this. What is the reason? He says, look, the mitzvah that obligates us to save a life, um, although there's a human life at stake, is not more weighty than any other obligation that we have in halacha. Um, and therefore, the same way any other obligation, we don't have to uh, sacri- make certain types of sacrifices. If it's a positive mitzvah, we don't have to sacrifice more than a fifth of our money. If it's transgressing a negative prohibition, we know that we can protect our lives, except unless it's Avodah Gilerah, Shri it's the big three. So we certainly don't have to give up our lives. We do have to be willing to sacrifice all of our money. Um, but there are certain things we don't have to sacrifice to, and that, for example, our lives. And Rav Moshe says, well, wait a minute. There's a big gap between money, not giving up your money, and giving up your life. What about everything that's in the middle of those two? Do you have to sacrifice that or not? And his conclusion is that you do not. When it comes to transgressing a negative prohibition, anything that is a bigger sacrifice than all your money, which would include giving up a limb, is something that halacha does not make that demand of you. And therefore, he says, this mitzvah of saving a life is no weightier, although there's a human life at risk, is no weightier than any other mitzvah. And since what you would have to sacrifice is a limb, halacha does not make that demand from you. Halacha, by no mitzvah, makes the demand, other than avodah and so on, by none of the normal mitzvot makes the demand that you give up anything more than all of your money. So you, if you have to give up a limb, we are not going to ask you to do that, to do that. And therefore you are exempt from trying to save this person's life. So that's what Ramoshas frames it. And he does it by sort of, you know, uh, uh, defusing the power um, that is in this mitzvah of lo tamar adam re'echa. And yes, it's a human life, but at the end of the day, its weight in halacha is like any other mitzvah. And therefore, you are not asked to sacrifice a limb. The shach writes over there. The imyesh sakanas evet sarch iyun. If it's a if it's a risk of limb, it's a question whether you're obligated to sacrifice it. Is that like giving up your life, or is that like giving up your money? And in the end, he says we should be lenient and assume that you are not obligated to make that type of a sacrifice. And that is true by all mitzvot, and that would be true by this mitzvah as well. And so, at the end of the day, says of Moshe, in this case, you are allowed to violate this negative prohibition um, in order to not make this sacrifice. That is a limit of what you'll be demanding. To do. Now, it is still funny that Rav Moshe would frame it as you're violating it, but you're, this justifies the violating of it. I would have gone further and said that since Lotamod is a type of a mitzvah that assumes that there will be cases of risk, that whatever the limits are, that that would be incorporated into the mitzvah itself. So I would rather say that the mitzvah of saving your friend does not extend to cases when um, you're risking your own limb or life, or you have to give up your own limb. Um, whereas Rav Moshe frames it as you have violated, but it was permissible for you to violate. Maybe in the end he would agree with the formulation I said as well. Anyway, this is Rav Moshe's position that uh, this is not a demand that the Torah will make. Now he goes on to say that although there is no obligation, it still would be a midas chasidut. It still would be 
uh, pious behavior, exemplary behavior, in order to make this sacrifice, to be prepared to give up your kidney, to be prepared to make a, uh, donate bone, bone marrow. This obviously would be a very laudatory act, but it is not an act that halacha can demand of you. That is in terms of the giving up of the limb. But a lot of these cases um, will demand serious um, surgery, which uh, exposes oneself also to a risk of life. And what's the story there? Is one obligated in that case or not? Um, or is one uh, maybe even more exempt than one is in that when it's just the issue of giving up the limb? And here Rav Moshe says um, the same point, that certainly halacha is not going to obligate you to expose yourself to a risk of life. Um, and he even goes one step further and says that in this, that when there's an actual risk of your own life, it wouldn't even be laudatory for you to make this choice, to risk your own life. Um, because when you're risking your own life, the possible good consequences, both lives could be saved. Possible bad consequences, both lives could be lost. So it's really not clear in this case what the right choice is. Um, this is another case of your discretion, sort of reminds us of some of the things he said by medical ethics. So in this type of a case, you're not obligated, and it's not even laudatory to make that choice. It is really your discretion. Um, so if you combine those two, basically what you would have is, Rabbi, should I donate a kidney? And the answer would be, well... You know, it depends on what the degree of risk is. Um, if the degree of risk is trivial, then that would be laudatory for you to do it. But certainly it's not obligated and nobody will hold it against you if you don't. If the degree of risk is less than, more than trivial, then that's really a choice you're going to have to make. So this is really where Rav Moshe would come out. Um, what Rav Moshe is not addressing is the question about what creates that obligation of saving a life. That you're standing idly by, um, but that means that you're somehow encountering it. So does that mean that anytime it's, only when I'm seeing the person who's ill, when I know about that person, if the person is, I'm connected to them, they're a friend, they're a relative, let's say there's somebody halfway around the globe, on the other hand, I have the matching bone marrow, so I'm the only one who can help them. Ravosha is completely not addressing those issues of what is the context which creates the obligation of Lotamal Damriyacha. That really requires a lot of serious discussion, um, but what he is saying is the degree of your obligation. So let's see what Rav Moshe writes. He says as follows, We cannot obligate somebody to expose themselves to a possible risk of their life, even if it's to save their friend from a definite risk of his. You know somebody is in a burning building. If you do nothing, they'll definitely die. Are you obligated to run in and risk your life so you both might die? And on the other hand, you both might live. And Rav Moshe says, you are not obligated. This mitzvah of saving a life is no different than any other mitzvah. We don't ask you to give up a limb, and we certainly do not ask you to risk your own life. And Rav Moshe goes further to say that in other cases, like by Shabbos, not only do we not ask you to risk your life, but we would actually tell you it's wrong to risk your life. You have to violate Shabbos to protect the life. You are not allowed to make the other choice. Here, however, says Rav Moshe, because were you to choose to risk your life, you might save a life, you are allowed to make that choice. So again, because your life is at risk, you are not required to do it at all. But because you might save a life, it's your discretion, it's your choice, 
you can go ahead and choose to do ahead to go ahead and risk your life to try to save someone else. And he says like this: the Bashar loving who by other prohibitions like Shabbos, you would be prohibited to risk your life to protect yourself from transgressing. Whereas in this case, he says, In this case, you are allowed to expose yourself to risk of life, not in order just so you should not violate, you know, standing idly by, but that would itself would not make the difference. No, but because you might actually save a life. Because in the end, you might actually save a life. So Rav Moshe says, when it comes to a limb um, with no risk to yourself, you have no obligation, but it would be laudatory. At least we know where halacha would direct you. It would say, if you want to really do exemplary, exemplary behavior, that is a laudatory act. When it comes to actually a risk, and he doesn't discuss what degree of risk we're talking about, but when it comes to an actual risk, halacha is not going to tell you what to do. You are absolutely not obligated to expose yourself to risk like you're not obligated in any other mitzvah. However, here, as opposed to other mitzvahs, you can choose to expose yourself to risk because you might actually be able to save another life and save your life as well. That is what Rav Moshe has to say about live organ donation. And as we said, that's relevant to cases like kidney donation, donating blood, which is a much more trivial case, bone marrow. And again, the part that needs a lot more closer analysis is what constitutes lota mode, what constitutes cases where that obligation falls on me specifically rather than, uh, you know, generically on the whole world. If somebody is right in front of me and needs blood, then I obviously have to give my blood. There's no risk to myself. It's not giving up of an organ 100%. But because there are people in the world that need blood, that's a different question. So exactly how you measure that um, is not being explored by the Rav Moshe, but it's clear when it's you and you're alive, we're not going to make these as demands. We might push you in certain cases when there's no risk, or not push even. So we might indicate that certain behavior is laudatory when there's no risk, but we're certainly not going to make any demands. How about though when the person is dead? How about harvesting organs um, if you rule like that brain death is considered death and even harvesting the heart? Um, but even if you wait till um, it's beyond any doubt, you know, everybody would agree that the person is dead. Um, can you take certain organs like the cornea um, to, do a, to do a transplant with that? That's done um, from a dead body or a remote deals with a case where you might need the flesh and bones for somebody that had a certain type of an injury. Um, skin is also used. Can you go, can you take organs from a dead body? Is there a mitzvah? And here, maybe there's even more of a mitzvah because we're not asking a live person to make the same types of sacrifices. So let's see what Rav Moshe says. And he says the following, There isn't an obligation, an absolute obligation. Why? He says, Because he says, a person to have, he's now talking about the family members, to have this uh, body of their deceased cut up in order, dissected in order to be using their organs, um, Rav Moshe says, that could be extremely distressing. And so much distressing that, as we know from a certain Gemara, more distressing than the loss of all of your money. And remember, this is very critical because Rav Moshe has said that you are obligated to lose all your money rather than to violate. 
but you are not obligated to give up something that's worse than losing all of your money. So if the, if the, if the anguish around having my um, parents' dead body dissected um, is so great that it's greater than losing all my money, I am not obligated to undergo it. So you as the family member are not obligated to save another person's life with these organs because the anguish to you would be so great. Um, that's what he rules. Now, he does say here, more than in the case of live organ donation, where it's just considered midas chasidus, here he says, there really is a mitzvah to do this. And he writes as follows, avo mitzvah vada'ika, there certainly is a mitzvah here, it's not total discretion. She'av sheteva adam litzta er tuval meso, yosem yalkomamono. Yes, it is true that some people, it will, the anguish will be greater than all of their money, than losing all of their money, and then they would be exempt. He says, There's no obligation to have that anguish. You're, the right thing to do here is to not have so much anguish, to, not, to get into a mind frame that you appreciate that you will be saving lives and when you don't have that anguish or to acknowledge you have that anguish but to say, nevertheless, you're prepared to suffer that anguish because of all the lives that can be saved. That is the right choice. That is a mitzvah. So what Moja says here is this is radically different. When it's a live person, we're asking you to make a real sacrifice. So there we're going to go very easy, no obligation, certain things are laudatory behavior. But when it's a dead body, we're not asking for any sacrifice other than the anguish of the relatives. And there says Rav Moshe, we won't demand it, we won't say it's a chiyuv, but we definitely will say it's a mitzvah. We definitely will say that is the right way they should do, they should act this way, and they should push themselves to either uh, remind themselves about all the lives that they are saving as a result and not have the anguish or to accept that the anguish is worth it and to actually allow for their loved one's bodies and organs, body and organs to be used to save many lives. And that's a decision obviously a person himself or herself should make um, before, you know, before they die. So if one were to ask Rav Moshe, should I sign an organ donor card as opposed to should I donate my kidney? Should I donate my kidney? Maybe it's a, it would be a wonderful thing to do. Should I sign my organ donor card? Absolutely. No question. I, if we will like that brain death is death, or whatever we will is the moment of death, absolutely, it's just mitzvah to do it. You will save lives as a result. What about the issue about, um, you know, uh, not burying the body? What about the issue about deriving benefit? What about the issue about desecrating the body? Because it's clear that if you're saving a life, that overrides. So clear that Rav Moshe doesn't even have to talk about it. Of course, you're saving a life. The only issue he has to talk about is not that it overrides other prohibitions, but whether it's a type of a demand that we're prepared to make on the family. And Rav Moshe says, okay, we're not going to make it, but it's pretty clear what decision they should be making. Thanks for listening to Igros Moshe A to Z with Rabbi Dove Linzer, now celebrating over 10,000 listens. This podcast is brought to you by Yeshivat Chovavei Torah, and is a project of the Lindenbaum Center for Halachic Studies. With close to 150 rabbis in the field, YCT is leading and inspiring Kalal Israel with a Torah that is nuanced, compassionate, and contemporary. Check out yctorah.org to learn more.